What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm JLag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping and reviewing The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, Season 2, Episode 5. And it's called Chapter 16, Blackwood. And don't forget, guys, stick around for the ending because we are going to go through our recap roundups, our best moments, our best lines. So be sure to stick around for that. And... As always, to our continuing listeners and our brand new ones, thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Let's get into the episode, y'all. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. Fine. Like, this show it just, like, turned a corner for me, I think, in my opinion. Uh, like, things are... Ha- I feel like things are happening, and, and it's getting a lot more exciting. Like, they've been focusing a lot on the high school drama stuff, but this is way bigger than... Uh, you know, just little Sabrina, and she's obviously involved in all of it. So I'm really excited to see what happens next. Um, yeah, what did you think? No, I really liked it, and I think a part of why I really liked it is because of Wardwell. Um, oh my god, her storyline really, is getting so good. Like it's really good, and it's like almost over overpowering like the other storylines. Yeah, and like she's just really I don't know. I just love watching her on screen. I love the whole Lilith and like the devil like dynamic Same. and the story of that and the fact that like now her man named Adam is like back in the picture like yeah yeah it's really really interesting and it's yeah. just funny how like I'm more into this storyline than I am like the actual main, I know like, story. I know I'm totally invested in her storyline right now because I want her to like fuck shit up now too on the and other I just side. have to say I just want to say really quick, quickly like right here for all my Buffy fans out there if there are any. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know there are. But <laughs> the guy that plays Adam. So, okay, for like the, the whole time he's been on screen, I'm like, this guy looks so familiar. He yeah. looks like the guy from Buffy. He looks like the guy from Buffy. And I'm like, no, no, it can't be him. Like, that guy probably would be so old by now. Like, whatever. So I'm like, okay, I have to Google this. And he sure enough, it was like Buffy's second watcher. Like, he wasn't yeah. he had two watchers. He yeah. was the second guy. I'm like, yeah. oh my God. I think Did there was an that? announcement of him being on it last season. Oh, um, I didn't. Yeah. Like, I, I just never paid attention. And, and I couldn't really tell because, like, he's always like in the shadowy, like, cabin. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if it's him, but it's You're totally like, what him. Is he so doing? that was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, which made me like him even more. So, like, now I'm like totally down for that storyline to happen. For sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, let's yeah let's get into the episode. Let's get into the episode. We're gonna cut it off and turn in like little bits, but there's major things that happen. It's basically Zelda's wedding to Blackwood. Like that's the whole right. storyline like this episode. Um, so it starts off with Blackwood shaving, and it's very like Guillermo del Toro, Pan's Labyrinth, where he's shaving his face Dude, in the mirror. Hot. And he, uh, yeah, he's like the closest shave ever. And the weird sisters come into his room and Prudence is like, daddy, daddy, there was a dream. We had a bad dream. And he's like, okay, tell me this dream. And I guess they have to hold each other's hands to like tell the whole story. So they hold each other's hands and they're like, someone is coming for you. Spellman is coming for you. Like it's all these like little warnings that I guess they've, they've dreamed of. And did they say something about the Spellman father coming? Did you catch that? Uh, or was it just like the Spellmans think, will be your undoing? No, like, I think you... And now, I don't think it was even the Spellmans. I feel like it was just Sabrina Spellman. Oh. And then I thought it was like as, the Spellmans maybe, will be the maybe end you're of you. Right. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe it was like the Spellmans. But as soon as they said the last name, he like glitched out and like cut his skin. 
So right. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> this man has it out for them, obviously. Because he does say in this moment, and it was a funny because last episode you were asking me, is he marrying her because he loves her? Um, or is he doing it to like control the situation? I was like, no, they love each other. <laughs> and clearly he admits even in this part of the episode that he's doing it to control the Spellman family and, you know, kind of make sure that they stay in like stay in control. Um, so that's that scene. And then it cuts over to Wardwell in her cabin and she's just talking about, um, like Sabrina and I guess she's still focused on her. Um, so she's like the prophecy is almost realized for the dark, dark Lord. All she needs to do now is bring down the temple, uh, of worship, which is the church of night. So, this is what got me a little confused because first I thought that she was, you know, this Church of Night situation, the coven was all a part of like the Dark Lord's plan, like to get him, get to her to be a part of, you know, the academy and get her to be a part of the church. But now it sounds like the prophecy is like trying to destroy the church or trying to like break it down. Like that's a part mm-hmm. of Sabrina's prophecy. So what did you think that was about? I don't know. I don't know what that means. Why did her like think? Why did it change? Exactly. Or maybe it's always been a part of the plan. And anyway, you guys, I'm sure will clarify Mm. for us. But um, it's funny because even when she's like scheming and stuff, Adam is still in her house. So she's like, she's like, she has to pretend to be Mary. And then half the time she's like, he's like, darling, what's that sound? She's like, no, I wasn't talking to myself. I'm totally fine. Like, I'm all good. He's like, you sure, boo? Yeah, and he's in love with her. He, like, totally loves her. He basically wants to marry her. And she's like, no, I don't want to marry. It's, like, the cutest effing dynamic. Yeah, it's and so adorable. it's just, like, the best storyline that could have come from her, I feel like. Cause totally. It's, yeah. And he's, like, her Adam. Like, he's just the yeah. nice guy. <laughs> he's, like, totally He's just, pure. like, this genuine nice yeah. guy. At first, I thought that maybe he be, could be a little shady. But I think he's just, because he's so normal, he looks shady. Yeah, yeah. No, it's true. Yeah, so then it cuts back to the Spellman household and obviously Hilda's getting ready for the wedding and she asks everybody to like get herself ready. So she asks, I think, Hilda to be her like br- like maid of dishonor and then she tells um, tells everybody that the anti-pope is coming. So I guess the anti-pope is like their version of the pope. It's like the top top part of the church right and so he's coming to bless them and whatever and at the same time i think that she mentions that she uh like war i'm sorry blackwood is planning to like talk to him about something special and all the while ambrose also thinks that salem like in the beginning i was like why is ambrose so so mad at fucking salem but then you find out that it's because he can't find leviathan which is the mouse and he thinks that salem like ate him so i was like okay maybe he did eat him like whatever he's a fucking mouse who cares um so then it cuts back to sabrina and nick talking about the anti-pope at um dorian's and she suddenly out of nowhere sees her father's ghost and he calls her upstairs and he warns her he's like Blackwood killed me. It was a conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. And I was going to go to see the anti-pope before I die to show him my doctrines. My, like, you must find the book. Yeah. Yeah. So, so in that moment, like, did you think it was a real 
like spirit? Did you think it was really him? You know, I did. I'm so fucking gullible, guys. Like, I'm so gullible. (laughs) Obviously, it was Wardwell, but I totally thought it was him the entire time because Dorian seemed Dorian's like like place his club seems like a place that people would like chill like hang out and stuff yeah and like but, a neutral ground almost where like she couldn't or the, no one really could you know exactly come through or whatever but yeah yeah but that's not what happened no. it was actually wardwell um but he's basically telling her find my manifesto it's probably at the bottom of the ocean but like please find it and so my only question here to you and to our listeners is like if she had the power <laughs> to like <laughs> be her dad <laughs> right why wouldn't she do this from the start like why is this only coming right. up right now right is it just for her to get the manifesto like why wouldn't why wasn't the manifesto like a big thing before i don't know I, honestly i thought it was fake i I thought the whole thing was f- a fabricated story for wardwell to fuck her up but uh, then when the manifesto came through i was like oh I guess it was real this whole time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's kind of a random story to like throw in because you're right. She can, if she can transform into the dad, like you'd think that she'd do that anytime. more often. Exactly. And, and yeah. I think that's why I questioned it. I was like, oh, this must be real. Cause like if, if they could have done the dad, they would have done it from time, like from the yeah. first episode. And that's why I kind of got into it thinking that it was, it was actually his spirit. And then right. I'm like, oh no, of course not. Like it's so much. Of course um yeah so anyway so that happened so she's like oh god i gotta find this manifesto now um so then it's back at zelda at home and she's like doing laundry and she sees constance in the distance and she's like for fuck's sake why is this like bitch like following me everywhere and um prudence comes by at the same time like right afterward and she says can you please talk to my dad i really want my blackwood name like i've been so lit for it this whole time ever since i found out that i was like his daughter um and zelda basically says like i don't think he's gonna budge on it but i'm gonna try my best to do something for you sure girl and sabrina comes home at the same time and she's like i saw my daddy he wants me to find the manifesto and zelda's like that's not even possible like why would he even show up out of nowhere why can't you just like ask him to show up right now then you know like she didn't she didn't believe anything she She was like this is bullshit um, but still Sabrina's like on this like mission and at the same time Zelda's like can you please just take care of Constance's ghost she's like gonna haunt me for the rest of my life <laughs> um, so Hilda's obviously like okay I'm gonna do something um, then it cuts back to Sabrina and Ambrose talking and I think he basically says that Blackwood has invited him to be a part of this Judas club and he's now like taking the place of Nick bec- or sorry not Nick um, of Luke guy, because Luke, Luke yeah. is dead right yeah yeah um, and Sabrina's like something's I up with like him. I feel like Ambrose should be asking more questions as to where the it's fuck tr- is Luke. But like I he agree. he's just kind of like grieving. He's just like, oh, okay, yeah, like my boyfriend's dead. Like, all right, whatever. I'm like, <laughs> my okay, but like maybe dead. like something shady is going on. It's and, like, true happening. for sure. I definitely feel like he could have been a little bit more emotional about it. But I guess he's just like, I guess he's mm-hmm. dead now. Like I've been alone alone for seven five years. Yeah, like, it's true. What's like one second with this fucking guy? So, yeah. um. So Sabrina's like, I'm going to go see Wardwell. And so she goes to see Wardwell and she tells like all this information like, oh, your parents were going to Rome to give the manifesto and she needs to retrieve the manifesto now at the bottom of the ocean. And of course, like she's going to do it. So then it cuts back to Blackwood and Zelda and um she's talking about how hilda if she could like be non-excommunicated for the wedding at the very least and then she was like can prudence get the like the name please and then it cuts to another scene but we find out later that like prudence still don't got that name though 
Um, then it cuts back to the house and Sabrina is in her bathtub. And this is the scene that we saw in the trailer. So I was already yes. expecting it to happen. Yeah. But when it happened, I was like, I was, this is amazing. So basically, um, Nick just like, like comes out of nowhere from the tub of water. It starts like rumbling and shit. And he's went down into the depths of the fucking ocean to find this fucking manifesto. manifesto. He's like, I had to fight a squid for yeah. this fucking Okay. Okay, relax. But he's fine as hell. Like, damn. Yeah, he's like too fine. Like, we were talking about this just now. Like, I feel like he's too sexy yeah, for her. He's too sexy for Keenan He Shoka. just exudes <laughs> sexiness and she exudes like cute witchy. Yeah, Girl. cute witchiness, exactly. <laughs> he's fucking hot. And like, yeah, yeah anyway, he like comes hot. out of this water. He has a manifesto. The one question that I have for you is he studied like her dad's work, right? Yeah. yeah. Why did he never decide to find the manifesto? Maybe, I guess, because Egg. he didn't know about it before. Maybe he didn't know exactly where it was in that way that he yeah. can't really search for it. But right. then how does Wardwell know where it was? I guess she just like knew she was like they died in like the triangle of death or something. Oh, so, like the Bermuda Triangle, or whatever. Right, because but isn't then, like, she still claiming that like that. they were classmates or whatever? So like she probably did say like, oh yeah, we knew each other, we were buddies. Like the whole story when your dad died, like True. this is the whole situation. The one thing I will say is it's funny that like she didn't talk to her aunts about it a little bit yes. more. Well, you know what yeah. I mean? Like that's your fucking brother. They're talking like you know she's looking for her brother's I guess manifesto. The idea- I guess the idea is also that, like, Sabrina's doing this, like, right when Zella's about to get married. So, like, True. they're already busy, like, doing, like, 10 million other things at this yeah. point. And she's already dismissing Sabrina anyway. She's like, yeah. get out of here. Like, you're yeah. already just up to some trouble. I'm not even going to help you right now. So, yeah, I guess that it's funny that Wardwell always ends up becoming her, like, final her conversation. Her yeah, go-to. It's For crazy. all these things. Because yeah. um, I would think that at least Hilda would be helpful. But you're right. She's busy with a wedding. So then it cuts to uh, Hilda taking care of Constance. She uh, comes back to the house and they're doing some like capturing spell. And they find out that the person that um, kind of like undid her, like what's it called? Like the burial ground, the, the, the cemetery area <laughs> of Constance, like someone undid her 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 ground, like her her okay. loosen her soil. So right. so now um, she's up. So now she's like up and out, and she's like gonna go haunt people. And she thinks that Zelda like basically killed her and stuff. And Hilda's mm-hmm. like, no, 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 she's totally fine. Don't worry about it. She didn't do nothing to you. And Constance gives her name. She says that it was Sister Jackson that um done did it brought her up yeah fr- from like last episode where she was about to like fucking throw her off the building or whatever yeah the bu- so the obviously this bitch needs to like die at this point like she's fucking useless yeah so she gets rid of constance's thing that's like the last time we ever see constance now she's like rest in peace forever yeah um and then it cuts to ambrose at the judas club and finally we were seeing like more of ambrose being even more sketched out because before he was like a part of it but he was like cool i got a boyfriend but now he's like okay wait what are we saying right now (laughs) and also like don't forget like this guy is like 800 years old if not more so yeah. like he should be a, the, a, a very wise like warlock agreed more yeah. than the other kids because like i feel like the other kids are like a regular age he's the the more like 
older wiser one so he shouldn't yeah. be falling for any of this i know. You know so anyway he is paying attention and this is when uh Blackwood basically says, I have this book and I have all these things in my manifesto that I want to read to him and sell to him. And hopefully this will become like the new rules of the church. And they're all like ridiculously misogynistic. Like they're almost too extra. He's like, all people should like all witches should be behind all warlocks. Witches are not as strong as warlocks are. Uh, Mortals are evil. Like, all the things that are basically everything that Sabrina is completely against. Right. Um, And he's like, I'm going to pitch this to the the anti-pope when he comes into town. Um, And so in this moment, he also goes to Ambrose and he says, I want you to guard the anti-pope when he comes into town. Like, I want you to be one of his bodyguards. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ambrose is like, OK, cool. But I didn't understand why he did that until obviously the very end of the episode. Right. Because I was like, there's right. no reason for him to like put that much trust into a family that he's already sketched out by. But we all know why it happens later. So then it cuts to Zelda asking Hilda to, to to attend to her in case the Dark Lord comes like on the night of. And Hilda's like, okay, cool, but it's probably not going to happen, but cool. Um, and then they talk to Ambrose. So it's Sabrina and um, Nick. And they're like, okay, what's going to happen? We're, we want to present our manifesto now that we have it. And Ambrose is like, that's fine, but... I also think that something sketchy happening so I can probably help you out like I'm going to be guarding the Pope so if you come through then we can find a way to like get it get it to him and they're Mm -hmm. like okay sick like finally Ambrose is on the right side of history he's like finally coming through for his family we're like cool plan is set in place it's obviously all gonna go to shit so um, then the anti-Pope arrives and he's like this old fart Like, he looks like an old man. He doesn't seem to have any fucking powers whatsoever. And that's the one thing that I will say about the anti-pope. Like, he seemed fucking useless this whole episode. Like, you would think that someone who is... Like, someone who is so important and so, like, at the top of the church, you he would have way more power, but he didn't show any level of power. I was like, why does everybody follow these fucking high-level people who don't have any like control over anything so anyway he walks in he sees sabrina right away he's like "Ooh, who's this sexy young woman (laughs) and uh (laughs) he basically says like nice to meet you i knew your father and blackwood is like pissed off he's like get the fuck away from her she's so evil he's so transparent and like i love how like no one else notices his shadiness (laughs) like i know and if you hate him that like hate her that much like why the fuck anyway i don't know so Anyway, so he gets him to, like, go away. And then at the same time, (laughs) Prudence, like, takes this moment. It was probably not the best moment to ask, like, your dad for this. But she, like, as he's taking the Pope away, she's like, Daddy, can I please talk to you for a second? Can I have your name, please? And then he's like, (laughs) no, I told you no. (laughs) So it's, like, denial. And uh, no, I think he talks to, she talks to Zelda. She's like, can I have his name? And then that's it. She asks Zelda to like basically ask her yeah. dad for her. But I like think she's at that trying point, like every like, avenue to, yeah. to get this guy to say yes. It ain't happening, boo boo. 
Um, so then it cuts to a scene with Hilda talking to Shirley Jackson, the woman who cursed, um, Zelda. And it was like one of my favorite scenes because Hilda plays this like innocent, like cool girl. And she's like, okay, I'm going to invite you over for like cookies and like tea and we're just going to talk shit up. And then Shirley basically admits to everything. She's like, your sister's a bitch. Like I fucking hate her. When she was in high school, she like always like had all like the best things and she would always take the things away from she was such a bully and then um she tries to get hilda on her side she was like she's like yeah don't you like hate the fact that she like kills you all the time and like she always like does all this stuff to you and hilda's like well the thing is even though she is kind of bitchy sometimes she's still my sister and i still love her it was like a cute moment for her to like stand up for her sister and she really was like the perfect like maid of dishonor because like she basically had to like help zelda the entire episode and it wasn't about her at all it was all about zelda and like kind of picking up like the pieces for her and she was so effing cute yes she was basically like we're gonna spill the tea but like i'm gonna like kill you kill you (laughs) so she literally (laughs) kills her she like puts like like some poison in the cookies and kills her because the shirley basically says like i'm not gonna stop like i i fucking hate you I hate, I hate your, your sister. sister. Yeah. And uh yeah, so she's dead now, I guess, like officially. <laughs> like that was pretty quick. And I'm like, what are the repercussions of killing another witch? Like they don't really talk yeah, about that cuz I cuz I like, know in like other up, sh- right? Yeah, cuz I know in other shows, like usually when someone kills another witch, like it's a pretty serious situation. So, I was wondering if she was killing her in that moment and then maybe like burying her bring in the ground yeah. and then bring her back after the wedding maybe it's like i stop, just don't really like, see the point of her though really like who the fuck is yeah. she like yeah like she fuck? was a mean girl and now she's dead like big deal you know yeah exactly but i, I do think that like i was like always wondering but it I, might have so, like wondering. it might have consequences for right um hilda yeah so then it's Pope and Blackwood and they're having like a conversation and he's like about to present his manifesto and then Sabrina obviously like walks right in. She's like, hey. And that's when Ambrose basically says like he's in this room and um, she presents her manifesto, her dad's manifesto, which basically says all the things that are full op- opposite of what Blackwood, Blackwood. says. Yeah. Uh, like he says like mortals should be together with um, witches and warlocks and there should be more equality between the two, between warlocks and witches. So she puts it down and the Pope is like, honestly, this is a great idea. I really respected your dad. I'm going <laughs> like, to check okay. it out. I was okay. like, wow. I was like, I was at least, I was like, at least he's not like a misogynist too. You know what I mean? Like, cause he could be such a douchebag too. No, for sure. He was, he was pretty fair. And you can so tell like, he okay. was like lit on Edward. It's yeah. just funny how it took this long for someone to fi- fucking find this guy's manifesto. Like that's the funniest part. I know. Like, and that and yeah. Anyway, so they, they take it away and Blackwood's like freaking out at this point. He's like, fuck, what am I going to do now? And so quickly it cuts back to Wardwell and Adam and Adam once again talks about like being married and getting together because this is like the wedding episode or whatever. And Wardwell's like, I don't see the point of getting married. Like, it's just like sounds so fucking tragic. And it was so sweet. It was like one of my favorite moments as well when she starts like breaking down about the Dark Lord. Like, yeah, without saying like, obviously that like it was yeah. Horrible. Yeah. He's like, like, he treated me bad. Like, treated me like shit. Yeah. Cause he's like, it sounds like, 
Yeah, because he's like, it sounds like you. This is all coming from a really like angry place. Like you're saying all these things about marriage because you were hurt in the past. And he's like, it doesn't matter what happens between us. Like I still love you. I'm always gonna love you. I was like, whoa, like, like she's trying she to push like, him away, and he's like, no. He's like, I'm yeah. Always gonna be here. Like he like broke through like Wardwell oh, and so like the fake Wardwell. It was so cute. Yeah. And so I was like, wow, I'm so down for the storyline. And then Sabrina and Nick come home and they're like sick, like nobody's home, like let's have sex. So they start making out on the bed, whatever. Yeah. And so at this point, I just want to ask, like, how do you feel about their chemistry? I think they have good chemistry, honestly, but okay. I think it's mostly coming from him because <laughs> he's okay. got a good energy. Why do you think that they don't have any chemistry? Um, I, I don't <laughs> I'm know. No. I just <laughs> I feel answer. like with her and Harvey, like I liked watching her and Harvey more on screen together. Sure. I don't know why. Like, I feel like I'm missing something when I'm watching her and Nick. Like, it's almost like they don't fit. But Well, for me, I think it's just because they don't have a lot of history together, right? Like, Harvey mm-hmm. and Sabrina had That's so true. much history. They were, like, childhood friends and whatever. But with this guy, he comes out of nowhere and he's magical. So it's, like, this whole new world and exploring, like, a whole new dick. You know what I mean? Like, it's a yeah, but whole like, new experience. Even, like, with Buffy and Angel, it was, like, oh, my God. Like, Angel's, like, right. new and, like, he's a vampire. And, like, oh, my. Like, there was a hotness to that. Sure. But I don't know. I'm. I guess I'm not feeling maybe like the two of them together as actors. Maybe. Oh, interesting. I never. I like, didn't. Karen and catch him. It. Like I don't know. I don't know. I think that they're like, great together. But I get what you're saying. Maybe for it's sure. just me. Um. So then it cuts to Blackwood, and he's like, "Fuck, this plan is gonna go wrong. I have a plan B." We found out the plan B later. Um, and then it cuts to Wardwell and the Dark Lord pays her a fucking visit. Yeah. He's like, knock, knock, bitch. I'm your man. <laughs> She's like, oh. And so like, right he she thought she was going to have happiness. He's like, you're my bitch, bitch. I know. So mean. So he basically says, like, you belong to me. Get rid of the mortal. He's distracting you. Yeah. And then she was like, don't worry. I will do it. He's. Li- it's literally like watching an abusive relationship. It's so totally. sad to watch. It's so fucked up. <laughs> To watch it in this and, context, like, he's not even hot. Like he looks yeah. like a, a monster. <laughs> <laughs> he's just really powerful. So yeah, it's just like it's so fucked to see the the transition of this storyline because we saw the history of it last episode or was mm-hmm. it a couple episodes the ago? Play. In the yeah, play, with yeah. the play, and now it's kind of turned into this thing where you know you you can see their history and how dysfunctional the relationship is. And where it all comes from. And now that she has like a new voice and a new man, she's starting to feel like more equal to him. And the Dark Lord's like, no, you're you're like down here and I'm up here. You're always going to be down there and you can't have anything like because you're a bitch and I hate you. Anyway, it's just like hard to watch because it's it's literally a fucking uh, abusive relationship. Yeah. So. Then it's Zelda and Hilda and everything kind of happens at the same time. So Zelda is chilling in her room and um, Hilda's hanging out with her and she's like, just wait with me. If the Dark Lord shows up, maybe he'll so show up. So what was the whole purpose of this night? Like, was he just going to come and visit her or was he going to come to like fuck her? I think it's the idea of like that he's going to like have sex with her. <laughs> like, like actually like that. I think fucked. so. Or like talk to her about her dreams and wishes yeah, like, i don't I, know like honestly. i would just think he's gonna come and like bless her or like be like you're so okay, evil maybe. now like amazing maybe. no but the way the room was set up was like a fucking sex room like yeah. that shit was like silk <laughs> sheets like was Zelda was like dressed situation. up yeah and then like even like it was so weird because like 
she's like oh he's not coming like he's not gonna come and see me tonight like whatever right and then it's like knock knock bitch and like Like, every time he makes an entrance it's like red smoke and like yeah and then like like zelda's back is face to him yeah and hilda's like uh he's here now (laughs) and then she's like (laughs) yeah she like kneels down she gets on his like dick level and she's like ready to go she like basically (laughs) bent over like she didn't bend over but like she wasn't facing him i'm like uh what is about to happen and hilda where are you going you need to stay with your sister (laughs) she's like i'm gonna leave you guys too this is a private moment so i'm gonna go leave her why are you why i don't know i don't know what was supposed to happen I don't know. So he's like slowly walking toward her. And then all the while, Prudence goes to visit Blackwood in his room. And she's like about to kill this motherfucker. She's (laughs) so pissed that she didn't get that Blackwood name that she's like, fuck you, ho. I'm going to kill you now. Yeah. So she's about to kill him. And then he wakes up in like the last moment. He's like, Prudence. And she's like, you fucking asshole. And I really (laughs) thought that she was going to like go off. I was like, damn, I'm down. I'm down for the storyline. I'm down. Yeah. And then they hear like a scream. Right. And then they both like have to run essentially. Yeah. So essentially, like that whole situation gets broken up. The Dark Lord literally like dips. He's like, "Bye, I'm leaving now." <laughs> so like, Zelda reverse. doesn't even get to like have her moment with him, and Ew. then like or whatever it might have been, because then it shows. I think is it Dorcas or Porcus? I don't know who found. I think it was Dorcas. The body. He's like, Dorcas, Dorcas. So yeah. Blackwood opens up the door and like the antipope is like dead, like, like slice neck, like he's dead. Yeah, I was like, so, "Well, that was fast. That was fucking quick." So he's dead, and it's Ambrose and like two other guys who were guarding, who were helping to guard, and yeah. they were all standing over the body. So yeah. right away, Blackwood goes over to like the one guy and he like slits his throat without even saying anything. He goes to the next guy, he slits his throat, and then he's about to go to Ambrose to slit his throat, and Ambrose like vanishes, he disappears. And I'm like, if you really wanted to get rid of the Spellman family, maybe you should have killed Ambrose first. Like you an idiot. Seriously. So like so anyway, so they dip. They need to go to the Spellman household where, you know, like Sabrina and fucking thing are like having sex or like almost having sex. And uh, at that same moment, um, Ambrose comes in and he's like covered in blood and he's talking to yeah. Sabrina and Nick. He's like, help me, please. Like, I'm fucked up right now. Like, everything's fucked up. I didn't kill him, but I don't know what happened. Like, he's dead now. And Sabrina's like, OK, I think I got a plan. I think we can do this. Like, just go hide somewhere. So she has a plan and then Ambrose goes to hide at Dorian Gray's. So he goes there and then he starts getting sick and then he throws up his fucking mouse. So Leviathan, who he thought was like, yeah, was inside of him. He thought that like, uh, what's his name? Uh, The cat. (laughs) Salem. Uh, Salem. (laughs) Yeah. He thought that Salem had eaten him, but he didn't. Why did he throw it up at that moment though? 
I guess like because the mission was over, maybe like oh. maybe the spell was broken, so he couldn't like influence him so anymore. So the idea is that fucking Blackwood put the familiar inside of him, right, to control him. Yeah, and I was like, wow, wow. this is sick. So now he's like pissed. He's like, you fucking asshole! It was yeah. Blackwood the whole time. So now he's like completely turned against him, and um, yeah. now he's like ready to go after him. And I yeah. think it's Dorian. I'm not sure if he says it or not, or maybe I'm just imagining this. But doesn't he say something about no, he how says like? It. Luke yeah like, he Dorian's like uh did you know like Blackwood like killed other guys I was like why are you just telling him this right like, now like yeah. Dorian like where, where are you from? where is this information coming from and yeah. Amos is like no way and he goes yeah he's like Blackwood's like a shady like he had all these other like students working for him and like he killed them too right so it's not surprising obviously that it's him yeah so now like Ambrose is like filled with rage um, so then it cuts to, I think it's the next day and Blackwood and Prudence are talking and he gets pissed at her. He's like, you were going to kill me or what the fuck? And she was like, you didn't want to give me your name though. So I'm pissed. <laughs> and so finally he's like, okay, uh, here's my name. And then she gets so happy. He's like, now you have to like protect me and shit. So basically like now she's under his control. Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, he's like, now you got to like help me find out like where everybody is and like be my person, which yeah. I'm like, if that's all she wanted, you could have done that from the get go. Oh like, my this God. Bitch was, like, ready to, like, help you from the beginning. Was it that big of a deal? Holy shit. So anyway, I am glad that it waited until this moment because I really liked Prudence. And then this episode, like she turned into a total raging, crazy person. So yeah. now I'm sad. Like she's on the dark side. So anyway she she's like now gonna protect blackwood and then it's the wedding but then it's also the funeral at the same time so like it's like both of them are happening at the same time because the pope is now dead and it's so gross and weird it's like it's not the pope it's like a doll of the pope hanging over the temple like it's so weird it was like some weird like doll version of the pope and so they're like okay we're gonna get married now so then in that moment before they're about to like do their final vows and his vows were kind of like fucked his vows were like you will always follow me and you will always do yeah. everything for me all the time and like you will make my dinner and you will like do this you're and gonna this. serve me like why would like, anybody wow. <laughs> agree to that why would any witch ever honestly agree to that? like maybe a normal woman okay maybe like in the 1930s but like a witch like bitch like i can kill you like why would i ever want to do this with you ever no like you're telling me that every single family in this witchy world says yet yes to this fucking (laughs) bow like it's so fucked unless they're just his because he like rewrote his manifesto so maybe like maybe he's changing it now with his shit i don't know maybe it's pretty it's pretty ridiculous i don't know but yeah, you're right. And I think that's the thing that always like annoys me about this show is they really push the fact that it's like super de duper anti feminism. Yeah. Like they waited until Sabrina came around yeah. to start fixing this shit. Like really. It's hard for me <laughs> to believe that common. aspect of it that this like little kid is here to like shake everything yeah. up and like nobody ever once questioned it. Like even yeah. if they had a part of the history that like seventeen witches were burned at the stake because they were like going against the church like even if there was some uncovering of history being like repeating itself you know what i mean but you never hear those stories you just hear like witches coming back from the dead and being so like these vengeful bitches like you don't know why you know like i'd rather it be because you know they were wronged in their time anyway 
I mean, there's obviously history there, like with Zelda even, and like even with Wardwell, like obviously they have felt these things in their past, but right. like it just seems like none of them, ha- they they haven't actually done anything to like change it. Like yeah. Lilith could it's have changed like, that shit like 500 times over, but she hasn't really done anything until now. She's like realizing like, oh my God, the Dark Lord is like an asshole. <laughs> like right. now you're realizing it's it like, now? It's like this hyper-masculine <laughs> world. And to think that like even in the mortal world, I'm like, you guys just need one mortal friend to realize that this shit can't stand. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're telling me that none of them had mortal friends? I guess they can't. They're not allowed to. But yeah. anyway, all I'm okay, saying so what is happens it's a bit to, What happens? So the wedding starts. Zelda's Weddings, walking down the aisle. Yeah, they're walking down the aisle, and then um, the ghosts of her parents come through. And this, I, I, yeah, I knew right away that it was like not them, obviously, because like they were really pushing it hard with their acting skills. They're like, "You better stop this wedding now." (laughs) We are the Spellman. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and they like looked all like gross, like they were underwater this whole time. Yeah, like we are dead. And Blackwood's like, "Okay, bitch." He's like, "I know who it is." Like it it didn't even last a second. (laughs) Didn't even last a second. Sabrina looks so gagged. She's like, "What? He figured it out?" I'm like, "Girl." That yeah. was the worst <laughs> fucking trick you've ever tried this yeah. whole fucking show. Yeah, so, her face was like, what? <laughs> yeah. So then um, that's like, so then that happens. And then right in that moment, once it, the glamour goes away, Ambrose like jumps on the fucking temple table and comes after uh, Blackwood. Like he's about to kill him. Kill him. And yeah. then Prudence like stops him. So finally we realize why Prudence done did all that shit. It's because Prudence is protecting him now. And Well, she didn't do it. He kind of just made her his protector. Right. So, but like she's doing it on behalf of him now that she has like the Blackwood name. She's like, I'm going to do this now. Yeah, yeah, my of daddy. course. She feels more like lit now. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt so sad because I was like, wow, I liked Ambrose and Prudence together. I know, and now, me like, too. She's totally like to betraying him. Yeah, totally. But but I yeah, mean, she's take, she's she'll, chosen. She'll her find side. her truth eventually. Like I think she just has to experience her dad's like love, quote unquote yeah. love, for a little bit, and then she'll be like, no, my dad's like effing shady. Like exactly. I hate him. Yeah, it's she'll get happen, there. I feel it. Like. Yeah. Um, and then it cuts to so yeah, the wedding happens anyway. Like it, or I think it gets stopped in that moment because now Ambrose is arrested. Yeah, they arrest and him. They like punish Sabrina. Sabrina. And, yeah, Sabrina and Nick are taken away. And then it really quickly cuts to Wardwell. And he she's talking to Adam. And now that she's like kind of low-key in love with him and wants to protect him from the Dark Lord, she literally gives him a ring. So like this girl goes from not wanting to get married to like <laughs> basically married. <laughs> <laughs> they get like high-key engaged. So like he gives she gives him this ring and he's she's like, Don't take this off at any point in time. Like you have to keep it on at oh, all times. It's like a protection ring. And I was like, oh my God, they're like married and she like loves him. So, cute. so fucking cute. She doesn't and want I'm him like, to die. Yeah. Aww. And I'm like, oh God, he's in trouble now. <laughs> like <laughs> something's going to happen to him now. Fuck. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then it cuts to back to the school and Sabrina and Nick basically get expelled. They're like, well, you kids are expelled now. Yeah. And Zelda basically says, you know, you guys are expelled. We got married already. And Ambrose is now in jail. Like he's locked up in the witch's tower. Right. And uh, that's kind of how the episode ends. It the, ends the last with, shot is fucking crazy, it's though. Like the up, way yeah. they did it. Like, oh my God, Zelda looked so good with her hat. Yeah. But then, like, at the same time, like they're walking out, like holding hands or whatever. Not even holding hands, I don't think. 
and no. she's fully like five steps like behind him <laughs> and he tells yeah, her like first, stay behind me like he's like you don't walk yeah. in front of me because as they're leaving that's basically what he says he's like they're going on their honeymoon or whatever and he says like to the necropolis i don't even know what that is where is that I don't know. What is that? I don't know what that situation is. But anyway, so they're going to go on their honeymoon and I guess bury the the Pope's body as well. And so she's like kind of walking beside him. And then he's like, stop. He's like, you walk behind me. All witch wives have to walk behind the husbands now. And so Zelda's like, okay. And in the corner, it shows like Sabrina and Hilda. And they're basically like bawling their eyes out because they're like yeah. you know zelda's fucked yeah. and like that's the thing as much as i was so appreciative of zelda saying like i'm only marrying him for power and i only want it for my own status how could she be so naive to think that blackwood wouldn't have played that's her like thing. this yeah like i don't you know like i know she's trying to play him too but like how far into it are you gonna get yourself you know exactly yeah and now she's like gonna be yeah. in fucking trouble a necropolis is a large design cemetery with elaborate tomb monuments uh, okay so okay. they're so, gonna go to the cemetery for their honeymoon cool so go- <laughs> cool 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 romantic <laughs> and that's the end of the episode it ended off really good it, yeah. i feel like it was such a good build-up to something really interesting um i'm really excited to see what happens in the rest of the, the season because like finally yeah. like we're getting somewhere and it feels more i think you know what it is i feel like it's more adult like they're not dealing with it like, is true yeah the teenage drama yeah. stuff they're really dealing with like the church and shit's gonna go down yeah. and yeah. i really and i will say this i'm really looking forward to seeing sabrina basically like tear shit up in the old school church and like basically killed blackwood so i'm waiting for that to happen as soon as possible like i really want it to happen within this season i'm down for blackwood to like die like i'm down for them to have a villain like every season like kind of like how buffy did like every season or every two seasons was like another like huge villain yeah i feel like there comes to a point where like there's only so many things you can do with him and then like you're gonna be like okay girl just kill this guy like it's done like you've done right you know so i just don't want him to be like the constant lingering bad guy yeah, exactly it especially since change. she's making she's making so many strides already like exactly. trying to like become exactly. this equality thing that yeah. the like they're gonna be head to head like within like five seconds yeah. like it's gonna be quick so yeah we'll see how it all goes um let's get into our recap roundups recap roundups best, best moment yeah, my best moment i think is gonna go to the wedding um, okay. Just because I feel like it was like the royal wedding, essentially, um, <laughs> and it was cute. It a was lot of cheap. shit like, went I down liked, too. I like the look of it, like the way they've they designed the sets and like yeah. the wardrobe, and like I just like the look visually. Yeah. Very cool. My best moment is when Nick comes out of the water because uh, yeah. I'm a thirsty little bitch. He's too hot, bitch, man. He's just too hot. He's like, just I so fucking hot. <laughs> yeah, he's really hot. I was like, woohoo! I basically was like Hilda's face in that moment. She was like, oh, okay. <laughs> she's like, like she walks on. What? When she walks in, she's like, oh, hello. <laughs> There's like a bathtub like in the middle yeah. of the room. It's so <laughs> random. <laughs> WTF moment. What was your WTF moment? WTF moment, I think, has to go to Prudence almost killing um, Ambrose. Because yeah. I was like, girl, no, you love him, don't you? Why, girl, Please? why? Can you love why him? You I love your storyline. I know. Yeah, she... She got really lit. Like, she almost killed him. At the same time, I do love seeing her in this powerful position of, like, same. she feels like she has power because now she's protecting her father. Yeah. But it's obviously going to get to a point where she kind of, she's going to feel used eventually. And um, I'll be excited sure. to kind of see how she, fo- like, her character is really interesting. 
Yeah. And I wish they had more focus on her. So, but whatever. I mean, maybe we'll. I'm, I'm sure we'll see this all resolve I, itself yeah. by the end of the season because yeah. she's not going to be his bitch for the entire season. That'll suck. Um, my WTF moment is going to go to Black Blackwood forcing Zelda to stand like stand behind him yeah. and walk behind him. I was like, wow, this is some bullshit though. And yeah, it's like what we've been saying this whole episode. It's stupid that this has been happening for this long, and I can't believe that he's such a fucking prick. And like, who would ever want to marry this asshole? MVP. Yeah. Who's your MVP? Sure. MVP is gonna go to Hilda. I think she was like the best maid of dishonor ever. Yeah. She was the cutest sister. She literally killed for her sister. So like, she, yeah. <laughs> like her loyalty. True. You know where her loyalty stands. Like she's she's amazing. So yeah. Yeah. My MVP is Nick's abs. So I'm just gonna True. leave it at that. True story. Um, LVP. Who's your LVP? I think my LVP is gonna go to Blackwood, and it's hard. Like he's not an LVP in the sense that like he doesn't do. He does everything. He causes like yeah. basically all the drama in the show. But it's just also shocking to me that nobody around him realizes that he's the motherfucking LVP. Like, can you guys <laughs> suspect him of anything? Like, like he does all this shit, and like no one questions him. Yeah, yeah. I don't get it. It's hard for okay. me to believe that everybody that follows him, including like the whole Judas Club, is has that mindset. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like these young kids, like these young warlocks really have that fucking like twisted mindset. It's just like weird to me. I don't get it. Yeah. My LVP is going to go to the anti-pope because I really thought that he was going to come in and be a little bit me more too. powerful. Like just a touch more powerful. Me too. No, for sure. And he fucking just dies in this episode. Like it was almost so expected, but like he didn't even put up a fucking fight. Like there's yeah. no like charms or anything special. Like this is like the top of the top. You're, th- you're telling me that they went to some random church, like school in the middle of fucking the united states and they didn't have any protection for him like it's hard for me to believe that that would have happened in the first place like yeah. even the pope doesn't drive around except for in a pope mobile that's bulletproof like come on the best line um what was your best line my best line is gonna go to sabrina when i think they're sort of talking about the anti-pope and she's like oh so he decides the rules i'm always breaking yeah, yeah. and i was like oh that's so cute i'm like and it's kind of like if you're like freaking like strict Catholic, you're like, yeah, like you're always breaking those damn rules that like these yeah. people have like made for you. So she has like a teenager or whatever. So exactly. it was just cute. Yeah. I was like, I miss like little Sabrina, like teenager Sabrina. <laughs> uh, my best line is going to go to Zelda once again, saying something to Sabrina. And she says, what unnecessary drama are you cooking up now? Yeah. Because she's always starting some shit up, man. Like, that's the thing. As she much is. as I love Sabrina, it always happens in, like, everybody else's moment. Like, so this girl's out <laughs> here about to get fucking yeah. married, and Sabrina's like, my dead dad is here. I need to find a manifesto. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, girl, yeah. can you wait, like, one extra how, like, day? I also loved how, like, Zelda questioned her. She's like, you're telling me you saw your dad in the middle of the day while you're at a bar? She's like, okay, girl, like, <laughs> check yourself. Like, like go check on. yourself. You have been yeah. having too much absinthe. Like, relax. Yeah. So that is the episode, guys. Let us know what you guys thought about this episode. Um, I'm going to get into our quick announcements. I want to thank our patrons of the episode, our Lit Rewinders, Tina Ann, Sarge, Serena, and Kate. And our mommy rewinders, Becca, Sarah, Tamala, and Taya. And if you would like to join our Patreon family, check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind. If you join, you'll get access to all things recap, rewind, exclusive contests, content, and updates. 
And also make sure you guys are checking us out on all of our socials, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. And you can also find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iTunes. Like, subscribe, follow, review, and comment to stay engaged with us at Recap Rewind. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.